everyone. Welcome to the BetSperts Golf John Deere Classic betting preview. I'm Ryan Noonan. Excited to be joined, as always, by my friends. First, the director of all things betting, content related here at BetSperts, Andy Molitor. Andy, hey. supposed to be on vacation this week. Were you? And this is why. We got the John Deere Classic. This is a very interesting week, but now we have three tournaments to kind of talk about this week. If we wanted to, we got a little live, we got a little Irish Open, we got the JDC. What's going on, bud? Yeah, that's uh, that's. I was just saying that before you got into the room. I was saying that to Jeff. I'm like, kind of glad we have Portland too. It, it takes a sting out of seeing some of these guys near the top of the leaderboard or near the top of the odds board, rather. As far as uh, it's it's a bad field, but again. There is value, especially for someone like me who likes to bet uh, matchups. Like, there's going to be a lot of fun matchups for me to evaluate near the bottom of the board when, when you have a field like this. So I'll get into that, and yeah, I'll probably, like I said just before we got on to looking at maybe parlaying a lotto ticket of my winner for the uh, the live, my winner for the Irish Open, and my winner for uh, John Deere. See how much I can – it's always fun to see the car or see the ticket, like how much you could win, and then watch all three of those guys miss the cut. I mean, I can acknowledge – I find it hard enough to hit one winner in any size field. So my head's not where Andy is. I have made a live bet. I'm sure we will – talk about it but um yeah once again it's kind of a very polarizing situation for all the stupidity that it seems like live for all their money has done so many things like backwards like weirdly from the logo to like just a lot of little things that seem off kilter clearly going head to head with john deere no coincidence uh that was part of the plan um and so it makes for a very just polarizing shit I just broke a keychain that my daughter made me for Father's Day that I was playing with in my hand that I liked. Oh, shit. When is Canadian Father's Day? Is it the Shut up. (laughs) Well, you guys have a different Thanksgiving. It's like fucking October. Makes no No, no, no. It's the same as the U.S. Open, just like you, okay? Okay, fair, fair, fair. (laughs) We'll we'll get the keychain fixed. Yeah, what? uh, just tell me, like right off the bat. I want to know, who'd you bet in the lift? Uh, we'll go. Okay. Well, just hit me hard. Second. I want to know now. Um, I bet Bryson 16 to one might sound weird. I don't know. I thought of me like, I don't want anybody who just got the check, but try to get into all their heads. Bryson 16 to one, just to show he's healthy. Like if he's healthy, he wants to show he's healthy. And, you know, clearly Abe answers had to have meetings with financial advisors because he's so excited about all the great new investments he can make. <laughs> and, you know, Brooks, uh, go get surgery. Like, go get help. Like, I don't know. Rip live off. Play no events. Get all the surgery every time you have a nagging injury. Right? Like, when you're a PGA Tour player, you don't want to have surgeries. You got to miss things. Yeah. Like, it's just a whole different dynamic. You have to pay your way in many respects. You've been paid. Your wrist is hurting. Get it fixed. Your arm hurts. Get it fixed. Every single time. Every time. That's what I'm expecting from you. So like when it's all over, he can like pretend he was still the smartest guy in the room. Sorry. I don't want to go on the tangent, but his comments from February, Ryan, are so damning. 
Yeah. Like they're almost worse than the U S open comments because like J Dustin made comments in February that he clearly backtracked on. But all Dustin said was, I'm committed to the PGA Tour. It's been great for me. Like, that's essentially what he said. Bryson took the chance in his February comments to make fun of any loser who's going to be tempted enough to go. Ah, so whatever. We're over <laughs> that. I bet Bryson to win. If he sucks, whatever. I'd still like to make another bet. I, I um. But also, guys, the confusion around if they actually get money for winning is very important to me and the ability to bet it. I like, agree. If these guys have been prepaid and then their win is just like a sooner, like it's a gear, like they get the money sooner than the back end full package, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I was under the impression every week on Live is Eastlake, as in the final of FedEx Cup where there's this balloon payment that you're all already getting gotten and you can still play for position at Eastlake to then get an amazing tournament purse. Yeah. If you're telling me every time it wins, you win, it just every met dollar you make just goes against your guarantee. I, that's like a, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not like, I don't know how to bet it then. But the, yeah, the motivation is, thrown for a loop and well they've all like, told us in their own way that money is a motivator here right so like yeah we might not talk about this on the pga tour at times which again like let's not pretend the money doesn't motivate all these guys but in this instance these guys made a financial financial decision to jump to the tour so like if there is something that is impacting the purse like i agree it's that's totally different especially for some of the big dogs at the top yeah 100 who, who, who was yeah. it that had that quote and this was a pga this is several years ago and he, they asked him, like, do you think you can win a major? And he said, no. And he said, well, wh why even go? He's like, because they, they pay 20th place Kisner, pretty good. Kisner. Kisner. He there was we complaining go. about, like, yeah. the length of PGA Championship U.S. Open courses. Like, I have no chance. But 20th, I can do that. And that pays a fortune. Or a lot of weeks. But then there's weeks on tour where Kisner, like last week, can plot his way along perfectly and and find his way in it. Yeah, it's just a total, and I don't care. You cannot compare it to me, to the pitchers, the quarterbacks, the guys that have been paid. The, their entire mindset in their whole life of how you played the sport, it just it just totally now rewired. So I have to see how that's impacted. Now, I bet Bryson 16 to 1. I'm probably going to make another bet. As I've said, and I think I'll be, be hold myself to this actual strategy, just casual, and it's just like it's Thursday night football, first touchdowns. I like to bet the tight ends. You know, sometimes I'll bet Kittle at eight, and sometimes I'll bet Hunter Henry at 14, and sometimes I'll bet Parham at 30. Well, I don't think he's going to be 30 anymore, but you feel me. Um, so, yeah, I don't see myself doing anything different, but I don't know how to cap it if there's not an extra cent on the line. I do not. Golf is too, in, too much like... Yeah. involved for me to want to be betting if that's the case i do uh i do wonder if i should be even be looking at it if that's the case no you have to bet it Andy. you have to show your grandkids a oh, every event yes i forget how soon how soon i forget you're it's already forgetting one, by number two one day one damn event um we'll, we'll get does... to this somebody, somebody asked about one and done this week my god yeah i don't like, yeah, if you want to just put Webb in, 
and forget about it and don't think about this one at all, I don't blame you. Because where, where else are you going to be like, oh, I, I really wanted to use web at, you know, at, uh, you know, wherever. Well, yeah, you're not getting burned. I mean, we literally like, have zero top 50 players in the world. Yeah, just burn burn genre. whoever you think. Yeah. Like, if, if you got to burn web. But, like, a lot of the guys we're going to talk about outright, I think the reason we got them was we thought they had high upside and possible low downside. Like, I looked at a lot of guys, like, who's just not going to screw up and have a chance to – run hot one day this weekend because this is a this is a shit show talking you know now we are off live now we're all on to actually and, and the shit shows have just begun it's, guys i mean there's a few of these in a row yeah this is gonna be made this now that live exists it's gonna actually feel worse than that like post masters run because we're gonna come out of the open we have this and then we're and then there's a subfield against the open which whatever we all are used to those that is what it is and then there's um Minnesota and Detroit and no disrespect to any of them but it's going to be bad it is going to be bad and and not to like get off topic but I thought Mayo had just an outstanding at the same you know he's like he made some great points at the PGA tours feels like you know Flanders like we've they acknowledge there's a problem. They've tried nothing. And like, we don't know what to do. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't know what they're supposed to do, but they better get freaking creative. And I don't know whether it's to all this extra money they have lying around, create some like super series in, in July for like those vet, that Troy Merritt type player, the college superstar, the corn fairy, make this like super, you get exemption, like make some like, mini FedEx cup playoff for a different level of player where there's like maybe exemptions and tour cards available for your like month collab, make a mixed PG LPGA event. Yes. They got to do something because the jokes and the polarization of these certain fields are going to get that much crazier. And when you consider they've taken from this lower part of the tour, They've taken their their season, their swing season away and wanting to give it to the elites. Well, let's turn the dog days of summer into what can maybe be entertaining TV as we like create insane person. Like you're not even allowed to play in them if you're a good player, hypothetically. And that's going to be interesting like, too because they're creating these subsets, as you mentioned, for the elites. And then what happens? Like that doesn't incentivize jt or scotty to go to minnesota or detroit ever <laughs> the, like the they damn, their own little yeah. like 70 man little vibe over here and, and it's been, it's pointed been, out it's been the you know, we we hadn't had that news since the last time we spoke was the the stupid thing like I, I can't exactly remember how i phrased this in a chat but it was like you have these call them the loyalists whatever the rory's the, these guys are not ever you could write a billion, a billion and a half. There's just not a number that, you know, there's diminishing returns after you get to a certain number anyway. They're already rich and they want to play on the PGA. So it's like they sat down in this fucking room and said, what should we do to fix this? Like, well, let's do the thing that they already said they don't give a shit about, but do it worse. Yeah, I'm like, so that, embarrassed. Like, like what, 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 who, who signed up on that? It's embarrassing. Like, well, they they like, don't want the money. Well, let's, let's give them the money. 
Like they, they don't want the money. Well, let's give them the money, but just not as not, as much. And then let's put it in events. And I guess they're all not. If they were all in the fall, that would have been an absolute dumpster fire. At least they did spread it out a little. But like the guys want the fall off, so I I don't know what they're trying to do here. Like Jeff said, a mixed event would be awesome. What you described is like the NIT of golf. Instead of just letting the playoff players play that week, that would be awesome. Have like a have an NIT yeah. where it's like, yeah, you didn't make the playoffs. We just, we have a golf tournament for you. Guess what? Top ten guys, they get a two year exemption. You know, it's just a total running score between John Deere through like whatever. Um, they're just playing for something crazy. Like I, I don't mean like crazy, but I just mean like even tour cards like put mm-hmm. out there. And you see a quote. One of the quotes that hit me the most. Because every guy feels different. Guys, some guys just want the money. That kid that won the Corn Fairy, the Cody Garbage, like some top prospect, should know his name. They're like, have you been offered live? He's like, yeah, they offer me a lot of money. Um, and he said no because he's like, I would hate every day of my life if I was over there and I was watching my best friends on the PGA Tour. He's like, all my friends, like, these are where my friends are. I want to play with my friends. Like, no, you never know a world. In a world where Liv takes over, sort of like Xander's been kind of articulate as people want to pick on him. I want to be in the best tournaments in the world. That's the PGA Tour. But I can't say never because if in, uh, in three years, if Liv is, has the best, strongest, best tournaments in the world, that's probably where I'm going to be. Um, that's fair. In that respect. But to your point, Andy, I, I try to call balls and strikes on like all of it, despite the overall feeling of sadness and spoiled North American sports fan, which we've been through to not like make like the PGA tour embarrass themselves. They're just embarrassing. Yeah, I, would, I would have liked to see them just do one thing in this whole, in this whole saga that wasn't the completely wrong move. Just I guess put they, Matt Coma in front of a goddamn microphone three times a week. Literally, make him deputy commissioner. And I swear to God, commissioner that's player. the best thing they can do. He is, I I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But he is magical for them. And they don't use him. They don't Oma, use him. And yeah, forgetting the, the fact awesome. he's actually really good, apparently. Which I'm a late bloomer to, unfortunately. And but the, the, funny, the funniest thing is like, like that'd be great. There's a lot of great ideas flying around. You know what? They should really just invest in is showing a shitload of golf on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's the, we've said this for years and years and years, but like, it doesn't matter how bad the John Deere field is, how bad the Detroit field is, how bad the Minneapolis it's not a, it's in a suburb. The Minnesota field is like I would watch the shit out of that if you told me I had like really good coverage and I could watch almost all the shots of all the golf. There are multiple feeds coming in. Like you get with some of the majors. I would watch any field. Like you, you can put a shitload of bad golfers in there. You're still going to, you know, the cream of that bad field. Like we're going to see this week. It's still going to rise to the top and you're going to have a decent weekend with some, you know, there's still, I don't care if a guy's ranked 80th in the world. He's still a really good golfer compared to me. And I'd love to watch him just tear. And again, these bad fields, that are played at Detroit. Country I don't Club, think the ratings TV, will be Twin that cities. bad. No, no, they're they're not going to be. I'm just saying, like, that's your fix. It's just to yeah. show it more, show it on TV better. I'd watch the shit out of them. And again, TBC Twin Cities, easy course. 
Like that's kind of fun. You you have mediocre tour players beating up on an easy course. I'll watch that if you let me. Like just let me watch it easily. That's if I can watch it and bet on it. We're good. We're in. Yeah. No, and that's a whole struggle. And you know, I guess hope you gotta hope there's progress there. But I don't know. They're so I don't I don't I don't know how to even comment on that. Other than you know, the Sanderson Farms is covered better than the U.S. Open in terms of like a TV experience. That'd be like the preseason being better than the Super Bowl. Yeah. They got so many problems on that angle of it, but I just mean I don't think John Deere TV numbers will be much worse than Travelers, if worse at all. I think it's just sort of the same. My dad's gonna sit on his couch that's, at that's Sunday and know Sunday, that he yeah. goes to CBS. Mm -hmm. Not looking at the field right now. He doesn't own an app. Now he's gonna be like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Right. But he also is like watched enough golf to know like if he's never even heard of a guy, this is really important. Like it takes one minute of watching to see how important it is to that guy at that moment. So let me ask you this question because I want to be holier than now. In my head, I'm trying and thinking I can be. But forgetting bets, which is hard. It's bet spurts golf show and we all want to tell ourselves that seeing just trying to think. Sahith's at the top of my head. Seeing Sahith and John huh, battle it out for a first tour win or when everything comes to that will be more captivating to me than anything on live. But I don't know if Brooks is Bryson and Reed are competing in the land of a tournament. I can't sit here and I wouldn't swear on my kid's life that Sahith versus John huh, like as I want holistically to think will matter more to me. That I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, somebody somebody with a big name has to compete in Portland <laughs> to make it captivating. Like, no one gives a shit about <clears throat> Schwartzel running away with a tournament with a weird field. No, like, but if it's Brooks and Bryson. If it, yeah, if it's I Brooks mean, and Bryson. If it's like or, Bro Reed versus Bryce, Reed versus Brooks, like, I don't know, the bad guys on the Saudi tour battling for, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying. Give them bandanas oh, and stuff. I've had I think just made the analogy. It does have an NWO vibe. There is I've a had bit the of like... holistic vibe that, you know, I even tweeted that Liv feels like the movie New Year's Day, Valentine's Day. It's just this very expensive ensemble cast. No story, no plot. I don't give a fuck. Give me that indie movie that's like compelling and great, which is the essentially Sahith versus Ha. Like, but I don't know if you if in the end Liv is giving me something. I don't I, I I'm just saying well, I don't I'm, know. But holistically, I want to believe the other because somebody, yeah, somebody and there there is story. Like you said, I don't I like the Sahith versus how you give me some young younger. Well, those are guys I'm betting on, and well, they came to my head, but I didn't but bet I on guess, either like, any, it, 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 replace Sahith with McCarthy, replace someone with 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 McNeely or or you know what I mean you could there, pick there any of no Sam Ryder throw yeah, any no one in this field Jeff has qualified in any way shape or form nor are they in position to go play at the Masters like somebody is punching a Masters ticket Sunday yeah well you know, granted mean, somebody somebody could you know rip out a really nice fall and spring and end up in the top fifty or one of the other qualification ways but like somebody's punching a master's ticket it means a lot to the guys and there's everything it's still only an eight million dollar purse but the the winner is gonna get you know one of their bigger paydays you know when, when the is. FedEx if cup it's Zach points, Johnson mm -hmm. you know it's you know the exemptions the FedEx cup points it's way bigger. Then yeah, for so I mean, listen. You, if you when you're going for your first win, I'm sure that's like my first win. 
But a lot of these guys, like their head spins. They think about that master's invite. They're thinking about the exemptions. The concept of being there thinking, I can set my effing schedule next year. Me and my wife, we can plan a vacation because I don't need to be in Valero to ride the water slide. I'm like going forced to, to go. Barracuda. No, but I, yeah, I can pick my spots. Like, do you know how life changing that is for those guys? Um, That's huge. Huge. Uh, yeah. So, like, when, yeah, when they get in that position, I've got my multi year exemption. I can now just make a schedule for me and my family. Doesn't mean I'm not going to play a lot, but I can make my schedule. It's like the dream for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't, uh, I've made bets. The winner this week's going to probably pay more than the majors we drool over and the big, you know, events we drool over. So there's always an opportunity. Um, and we'll see. And if there's guys on live that aren't on like multi-year contracts, they're just on like an appearance, not an appearance thing, but like a very short, they're invited to play and they play like, I don't know. How do you not look to that range? Like the desperation of, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I don't know who they are and I don't know who the layout is either. So yeah, very, very little, events. very little detail on some of that stuff, which is annoying. So I'm probably, a good portion of my golf bankroll will be stuck with Jay's dumb tour this year or this, well, this year, this week as well. But I made eight outrights already, Jeff. I just said, I'm cutting down the, I'm cutting down the actually. So I've outlaid less money than yeah. I normally would on a week at this point. I just made them all smaller. And I said, I'm going to just spray from like 30 to 150. I'm like guys. I think whose number is just slightly off according to my prices. Losers and, that we like to bet yeah. on. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, these events get so. Ex you're and you're probably not done because these events, in oh, theory, they can be cheaper. Done. They can be cheaper. I can build it bigger. My card starts at forty. Like when I start a card at forty, do you know how much money I have to put on a board? Like I like uh, people that know me can realize that. But like when my card doesn't start till forty. Anything I want is possible. The problem is you get to these events and anyone you've ever had this intrinsic belief in that they're good. You're like, well, I've like, I've vouched for this guy. Like this is his only, like this is the event I have to bet you. Cause totally. I believe in you and I vouch yeah. for you. So you find yourself like betting guys that you talked up two years ago that you told people you believe in. <laughs> A hundred percent. I could not say it better. Like this is like a your guy week at this point. Like if they're in the field, ideally they're a little bit down the board. Like yes. if he's your guy yes. and you don't bet him this week, you should probably never bet him. He must really freaking suck yeah. like a lot. I would have hammered uh, Aaron Wise at six to one in this event. I mean, just hammered, but he's not even here. So <laughs> well, that is different. Um, but but yeah, and and we yeah. Aaron Wise is now above it. And Andy, I mean it. You can make fun of this field. I swear, three, four years ago, it was not this bad. This event used to used to literally send a charter plane right. to they send the back. guys to the Open Championship. They'd want guys to play in it. Like, there'd be enough players that have qualified for a major that John Deere would literally pay to fly them to the major on Sunday night, where you would see good players miss the cut doing TV interviews from the range Saturday and Sunday because they're not leaving town. They just want the free plane ride. So they're waiting around. This, like, this is... Now all they have to do is buy a first-class ticket for the guy that wins. 
Yeah. 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 The Scottish being wedged in between and being an official PGA event definitely kind of cut the uh, folks over in uh, Quad Cities. So, yeah. Well, and, and some of the guys who <clears throat> maybe want to get over there early, whether it's just to sightsee, take a week off, or go play Ireland. You know, if you, if you wanted to, you could go play Ireland, Scotland, and then then the Open. Like, yeah, it's got a Billy lot of Hart, options. Though. Well, yeah, Billy was already in Germany, but he said, "Yeah, I'm going yes. over. I'm playing like rounds of friends at like some great courses. Yeah, uh, and then I'll head over to to yeah. So, I'm sure a lot of them take that opportunity to um to do that. Yeah, and there's that big pro-am next Monday where like everyone in the world is already over there, and you know, there's so many different things that have kind of. Is JP McManus must be an important person? Yeah, who is JP McManus? This guy's in pockets, maybe. I th- assume he's from the world of investments and banking. Ryan yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> JP. Oh, so, so we we've been a few weeks in a row where we've had like these co-favorites. And obviously, at the the big tournament a few weeks ago, there was a handful at the top, and what you know, Canada, we had a few at the top, and last few even travelers. It's like our our top of the board right now. Just it just burns the eyes. It's like it's you know, Jeff always says I go from like thirty to seventy anyway, and like your eyes are just drawn away from that right away because you always sit and think like you know I could bet. I could bet Rory if he got down to 16 or some of these guys, maybe I look at them live, but man, the top of the board sucks. Like at a high variance event like this, just there's no chance. Like I felt bad betting some guys in the thirties. I said, I don't even know. I should be doing yeah, that. No, I can acknowledge that because I've made plays through the fort. Well, some of the odds have dropped, but the guys that I have bet on, I would respect your argument if you told me the guys 20, 30 points higher have literally the same win probability or whatever you want to call equity. I know we misuse the term a lot. We're all guilty of it, as I've been told. Um, but yes, like I I couldn't deny any part of that. But yeah, just betting the guys. Uh, but this tournament, I don't know, hopefully it's an opportunity. I will say off the top, I won't be able to take advantage because I'm going to head up north this weekend. But I think it's a great live event, Andy, because you watch those live lines weekly. Those guys are watching. They're hawking like six or eight players, the house. You know, they hit it to eight feet, moves. These are, this whole field is filled with guys who make four birdies and sometimes in a row in the books don't notice. You are going on Friday night, Saturday morning, as things are starting or finishing, going to catch some amazingly stale lines on a player you respect, but the books don't even have a freaking clue who he is, and it's just stale. Um, these horrible events always present those opportunities. So if you're around doing nothing this weekend, I'm telling you, you will catch a great stale number because the books don't, they don't know who to respect. They don't know. They don't care. I don't want to say they don't care. They, they truly don't know. Like the bad books will be worse and the good books will be ones that move fast will not be as good. I promise you. Well, yeah. And like we talked about when you have people with major wins and huge, you know, win equity in their lifetime and they haven't teed off yet Thursday. You know, they're not going to go from 12 to 1 to 20 to 1 just because somebody else went out to a lead. They haven't got even, even if they haven't gotten to their second round or something along those lines, they've teed off Thursday morning 
And, you know, they're well behind, but they have 18 to play on Friday. They're just not going to move. Whereas some of these guys who have like one to 2% win probability in the markets, like, like Jeff said, they don't know what to do with them. So mm. you might, can't, you might notice. catch them. They don't, so they, don't, they don't have internet up in Saskatoon or what? No, we're just nothing. I don't have internet. I'm just not going to be. Not going to watch golf. Might not, yeah, it's just Canada Day, long weekend. I'm going up uh, wherever, you know, whatever you call it in your neck of the woods. Cottage, country house, lake house. I don't know. Everyone calls it nice. something different, apparently. So, yeah, I might not be able, like, it will be it a bad it'll be a, It'll be raining for me to be, like, hawking the, the, morning, the board at that point. Now, maybe I can catch something and, you know, yeah, always get lucky. Uh you know, I've hit a live bet on the toilet before that ended up winning on <laughs> Sunday. Like uh, timing is everything in 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 the world uh, when you pull your phone out and and check. But I'm just saying, just keep an eye for that. I think there'll be really good opportunities um, in in events like this. I see it. We see it all the time. That's kind of how I budget it right now. I, I was going to go the Andy way. I wasn't sure what to do. Could could I sprinkle maybe less aggressively on you know more than normal? Or save some bullets if a good number pops. Like you said, a guy that I kind of have you know, highlighted and I'm looking at, and maybe we get a good one and we take them live. So right now I only have three. So I usually have more outrights than uh, than that when we come to this table here. But uh, it, it's again, you got to bet your guy. If you bet any of these dudes at any point in the last two years to win, I mean, I bet Patrick Rogers a couple weeks ago in Canada at two hundred to yeah, one. So yeah, I got to pay thirty-five or forty, whatever you had to get on Patrick Rogers because I, I liked him in Canada, and he then he goes out and plays pretty well and does it again at the U.S. Open. So like that makes a lot of sense. I've bet Cam Davis so much in the last three years. There's no chance in hell I can't take Cam Davis at this spot at fifty against these jabronis. So we're two for two so far, right? Full full jabronis. Yeah, I love Patrick. Patrick Rogers is he's he's the uh, Patrick Rogers. Part of my lot, like my self justification, was I bet him here like four years ago, where I thought he was going to beat Bryson and go to the Open. Uh, yeah, he seems to be trending. I'm on Rogers. I like you. I'm on Cam Davis. Um, yeah, I've actually bet them both in real time when Berger withdrew because I was thinking about them. I knew I thought I wanted to bet them, and this new like. Books like FanDuel, 365, DraftKings, they let you cash out so I can take my position. Like once Berger withdraws, I know I'm going to take this position and I'm guaranteed a full cash out because these numbers are about to drop. Like there was a no-lose play, and as the day I'm full, I'm like, I like these bets. So Cam Smith and Rogers, for me, my third – well, who's your third? Nick Hardy. I like that too. We're just running don't, hot on the putter. Don't um, hate that. Don't hate yeah, it at all. It's it's not gonna last forever, but nice little run in the corn ferry, and then he's been impressive. I mean, 14th at the open, eighth last week at Travelers. It's kind of like gaining throughout the bag, too, which is surprising. So a little and then I mean you'll hear that he's a local kid. He's from Northbrook, which is like 40 minutes, like 30 minutes north of Chicago. This is this is on the complete other side of the state. He did go to U of I though, so he is he's an Illinois guy. So it's like royal a, in the sense that Midwesterners just have had success here. Yes. I guess but right. Point, like if Nick Hardy is in the mix, this is like a 26 year old kid that's been like oscillating between Corn Ferry and the PGA Tour. Like this means a lot to Nick Hardy. He does. He's not thinking two shits about 
Europe or you know the Irish or the live. He is this is yeah, and all these guys. Card. This is like so. You know, if you want to buy into some of those narratives, you know the local boy. So I like that bet a lot, and I kind of wish I made it because the number got short. What I did yeah. instead, though, was when Berger withdrew. I bet the Sahith 40 that DraftKings had out yesterday morning. Now, I do not love it. And closing line value is telling me to love it. But I bet it, and I'm like, this number just seems fair for the field. And Berger just withdrew. So I did bet it, and I don't see myself cashing it out. But I heard him, and I made the point, like, I don't know. Everyone was down on Mito after the, the thing, and he had a really strong next week. So I don't want to, like, hate on it. But Mito, like by all his friends and family, is a goldfish. He can just change. It's important. That's his thing. So he, someone was posting around a clip from XM PGA Radio yesterday, like, I haven't stopped thinking about 18. Mm. Now, it's still Monday, and hopefully, but you make a birdie early, and you know it's... So I just beg, be a goldfish, Sahith. Stay hungry. Look at this as an opportunity. All these guys, Nick Hardy, the opportunity that this week presents when you've just got to go web Simpson, like just take advantage of the opportunity. I'm hoping by Thursday, you know, we're all sad. You know, the, the Chargers lost. I'm sad on Monday. But Thursday, I'm ready to go for the next one. <laughs> so that's all. I don't, I truly don't feel great about it though, Ryan. Like it just forty is a good number though. It's that, that number. Yeah, is so it close. felt fair oh. and right. I literally yeah. like. I think Mayo even clipped me saying it. This feels fair. This feels right. Please just be hungry. Um, but I actually might like Nick Hardy more as. But whatever. Who? That's me. And, <clears throat> and to you know, to Ryan's point about doing it the Andy way or doing it the save some bullets. I kind of did both. So I normally. Bet two and a half to three units worth of outright bets, you know, relative to my every single matchup is a full unit play. So relative to that, that's a, I, I and when I look at how I bet during the week, I consider myself a loser before the tournament starts. So if I bet three units worth of outrights, I consider myself down three units before. Like I just figure they're all going to lose because normally they will. So I gotta I gotta win that back on matchups and pray and when they come through it's awful nice when it does. So this week eight all in a quarter unit. So I'm only two in if my math checks out there. So I'm I'm betting less than I normally would on outright. So technically I told myself I'm doing that on purpose, but in the back of my brain, my broken broken gambling brain, I also say well. Sometimes I'll bet three units worth outright. So I have like a full unit of money worth the, to kind of play with here. So there's there's like a non-zero chance that one of these both. guys, you know, if, if I end up watching quite a bit on Thursday, Friday afternoon, and somebody piques my interest, you know, I'm not saying I won't have a live ad. Because I rarely do live ads. Um, it usually has to be something glaring or somebody really puts me onto something and I like it. So there there's a decent chance, but other than that, it, it is my guys like not to jump to the long shots, but I've bet armor quite a few times. Like he's a CT pod and, and uh, Ryan armor. Like those are Andy guys that have gotten a lot of money from me over the just general outrights matchups, top 40 kind of stuff. Those are guys that always pop. So can't avoid you can't avoid your traps. You gotta pay the tax on your guys. 
Yeah, that's the two guys that I was considering that I bet often lately. Um, I mean, I bet Adam Svensson last week at 280. He got me a top 20. Um, and now, now he's like 50 to one. I bet um, him at 66. So, I mean, yeah, not... okay, that's good. I like the confirmation bias. So, I bet like, John Hunt, 66. I, those are good numbers. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. They're just... I don't know, man. It's a card full of duds, and hopefully, when I turn it on, some something will be working for me. But like Andy, I don't know. I'm not expecting, not expecting much. But there's a lot of guys that I I, I deep dived, and yeah, you could say anyone in this like 60, 55 range, you can make the win equity, win probability case versus the guys we have bet in that 30, 40 range, even as high as into the 80s. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, um, you bet this is the week you bet your losers and you don't make fun of anyone else's losers. Truly, like that's all. And then forgetting that people, you know, I'm the type of guy, right? Do you know how Xander and, and Fitzpatrick both showed up on my cards, like in multiple events, at least like at least the, the one event before they won for Fitzpatrick, it was multiple events. Um, Xander, I got off for a bit, and then I got back on, and then he, whatever. I gave Xander a long look last week too. It was, it that was, was so fair. Game. Yeah, the 22s on both. Yeah. Oh, it was such a fair now. And Bodog was still hanging that 22 like as late as Wednesday. They didn't adjust with the JT. Nothing. Not to say you could overreact to withdraws. I don't know JT like whatever i don't know so i'm just trying to stay positive yeah and to, to be fair i said like i won't bet xander not at that price so god bless me for that I, one. I didn't think the price was unfair but was, i didn't bet him yeah i just i don't tend to bet him the last time i've won money on xander was oh i could have won it all I, back i could have bet it uh, all back <laughs> i think yeah the last time i won money on xander was actually me essentially betting on Colin Morikawa by taking a United States player wins the gold medal prop and <laughs> Xander catching it for me in some sort of weird backwards scenario. But, and again, to Ryan's point, pointing out that, you know, like the guy from North of Chicago, not being local, like this tournament is in Iowa. You guys, it like, is, it's, it is it's not, but like it's Davenport, it's in, Iowa, basically. It's I mean, in whatever Iowa. they like, call guys from Vancouver local at the Canadian So they, they tell you some guy from like the, the southern tip of Illinois or Chicago is local. It's not the the Monday qualifier was played in the state of Iowa. That's how how Iowegian this is. That is it's absolutely not. It's like, uh, I mean, Ryan, the live event that's coming to Chicago in september like how yeah. close is that to city center an hour oh no, no like yeah an hour and 20 yeah it's like yeah, south it's like southwest yeah it's, it, it doesn't matter which tour you're looking at geography yeah. is real ambiguous when it comes to uh a lot of this stuff so it is out in the middle i just looked i could be here in like four hours by car i'm actually tempted to two and a half for me my daughter went to augustana uh so i used to make those I've driven past this course a, a lot of times so i went to actually try to find grayson murray i saw he was in the field and i was going to let him know that he's in a college town this week but i know those girls are a little old for him um, but i thought he might have some you know maybe some incoming freshmen taking tours that might uh, tickle his fancy but apparently he's not on twitter anymore so <laughs> sorry grayson 
yeah, but you got the other guys. I mean, you got Steve Stricker, who you know owned this event forever, and you know uh, it's Kevin Streelman, who's also from the Chicago suburbs, who is a local guy. But you know that's this is what we're dealing with this week. I, I don't know. And Midwest golfers, there's but a point to it, like I, playing this style of course. Sure. Like I'll tell you a way that I have helped myself cut down the list or create maybe an easier path to the bets. I am 100%, like 100 out of 100 times, I say this a lot, but I am betting, I'm betting on unknown ceilings over proving commodity in an event like this i'll take all my swings on players that i believe have a ceiling versus anyone else from armor no offense armor streelman go higher like even to see like buckley at 150 all the like dylan woos at 150 like there's von taylor's at 150 i will take my swing on the unknown ceiling i believe you could have versus what i know you have and you needing to literally have an eclipse moment like Streelman's win at the Travelers X amount of years ago. Like you need to just go blank, like a uh, blackout hot. I don't know. I want to bet. I bet ceilings that even if I don't know how real they are, then proving commodities, but I know what they're capable of. At least I think I do all of them. Not, I don't mean all of them. I mean, all my bets are sort of yeah. on that thought process. No, that makes sense. Yeah, too. I mean, it's putting, just more of a fun week. Contest too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Looking, if you start looking at guys who's like, you know, I think he has a high ceiling. Maybe I don't give a shit where his floor is. He's been good at certain things this year. And then if you look back through some of the stuff, and like Ryan Armour last year at the again, if you took away the fucking tractors and just changed the banners and plopped me down blindfolded. On Deer Run, you could convince me it's TPC Twin Cities or Hi River Islands. They're all the same, man. All these northern TPC courses, you change the banners, you could absolutely trick me. But, like, yeah, I, are are we in, Are you know, are we at Deer Run? I don't know. So, like, Ryan Armour played very well at, again, a similar-ish course at the 3M. And it wasn't just he played well. It was he putted his tits off, like 6.4 gain on the putting greens, like people like this who are over a hundred to one, who meet some criteria for me, I got to go back and see that they agree. I agree. Stupid, stupid, hot putting like the Palmetto. He gained a bunch. He has these weird uh, putting pops. Even last week, he gained a bunch of the travelers putting like, cause that's what these guys need to do. They need to, they need to play well with the rest of their game, but they also have to have one of those like, Oh, I just putted like way above expectation this week. And some of these guys who are just kind of steady Eddie putters don't have weeks like that. I'm less inclined to take them even at, you know, 100, 150 to one. You got to show me that you can pop off and just start draining everything, go blindfolded on the dance floor and start killing it. So because the high variance nature of putting too, and because we talk about it in the aspect of the tour and how we will like match play and we like the, uh, you know, team events, we like things to kind of mix it up. I'm just considering doing that personally for myself this week because I feel we're in this mundane. I just I bet golf the same way every week, and maybe this week I'm thinking about just kind of bypassing finishing position bets, just maybe risking taking an L for the week, and just every bet is just sprinkles of outrights, and not really messing with T20s and T30s and T40s because 
guy can play pretty well and run cold with the putter. And I just, I'd rather just have those outright tweak. So just to, for my own mental health, mix it up and make it a, a team event in my mind. And it's just this week, it's a little different than normal. We're going to play the John Deere a little bit differently. You weren't expecting to play the John Deere anyway, expecting to be on the beach. And now you're going to play and sit here with these two bozos and talk about the John Deere. And you didn't think you were going to have to. So let's mix it up. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. And I know like, I'm sorry. I'm a more believer to play your losers than I am to play the ceiling young guy. Like if I have to rank my, my vibes on the event, even though I said I will play the ceiling over that journeyman that I feel like I know number one rule this week is play your losers. So I can like, I have nothing against if one of your losers is the journeyman. I'm just saying if I have to make a decision, on a player like this one, like I know this one, I, I, I'm, I like 99 of a hundred times my balance of power always leans to betting the unknown ceiling guy. Makes sense. All right. Any Irish open bets? Anyone looked at that field or thrown anything down? It's the, uh, the other one on the card this week that actually has a significantly better fields uh, than what we're talking about here. Some actually world-class players at the top. Um, again, not a lot of the big names in it, but, you know, Lowry, uh, Seamus Power, Thomas Peters coming off of a nice little run on Sunday uh, against Tong. That was very interesting. Uh, Hatton, Fox, Aaron Rye, a lot of guys we've uh, we've bet on at times. Anyone looking at the Irish Open? I've not made a bet yet, but I could be mm. tempted to. Arnis at 40. Um, yeah. Bobby Mack at 45 on DraftKings. Oh, read my mind. <laughs> uh Mayo kind of you know gave me the case on Moronk at uh 35, but yeah, I have yet to make any any bet on this event. I'll be back. I like him a lot better in Europe than uh playing him anywhere here. In fact, I usually fade him when he's on the side of the pond. So if, if you're if there's a 40 I'm looking at it, there there is right now in the one spot I'm looking. Yeah, Detri, um, 61 oh, on Pinnacle. Troy Merritt, there's a guy I won't bet. Um, I'll be 60 on Pinnacle. Yep. Other Molinari. John Catlin, 66. Unless I don't know. I'd have, fresh. I'd have to look at a, look at a few stats, but yeah, certainly not betting Shane Lowry at 8-1. to one. And Seamus Power, as much as I love him, and I've bet him, and I've won money with him, 12-1 to one is a bit heavy, especially with – you know, there there are decent players in the field. I wish Aaron Rye were 30. What's the best price you have on Rye? If there's 30, a 30, 30, 30 pinnacle. Yep. Okay. 28 at uh, BetMGM. Lara Thobble? Lara I believe, played the London event, and that was not in Portland. He's back on the DP. Apparently, he can just bounce back and forth, which is fine. So, well, on that note, Andy. I think, um, he, I think he got kicked because there's – they brought in some more big guns. Yeah, I'm not Answer really sure uh, um, on that. At 2 p.m. today, though, we have two worlds of colliding yes. press conferences. We have a, a PGA Euro Tour co with Jay and Keith. And they, apparently they at, the the same, at the same time, Liv is doing introductions with some of their new guys. So... The irony that they're going on at the exact same time is pretty weird, but I'm going to make sure I watch both of them in full, and I'll probably have opinions. Um, 
Hopefully Brooks Kepka doesn't answer questions like a bitch. I can't promise that. It feels like his uh his MO at this point. He's probably still gonna wonder like why people care, why they're asking. <laughs> Honestly. It's just yeah, you're just kind of bringing a dark cloud to the whole thing, Jeff. When you get out microphoned <laughs> by Bryson, you're allowed to be made fun of. Like, I'm not making the rule. These are his rules. I'm playing by Brooks's rules. That's I fair. didn't make the rule. <laughs> no, we'll definitely have to watch those pressers as the, the there's been a little bit of weirdness with the DP finding the guys and then uh, Greggy, Uncle Greggy saying he'll pick up the tab anyway, which is kind of the, the if there was ever an MO, be like, oh, money, we don't give a shit. That's fine. Oh, hey, here, here. Uh, we found this in our couch cushions. We'll pay those fines. Not a big deal, guys. We've got this. And truthfully, like, if that's the case, if you're the DP, I'd push that and be like, this might be a nice way to fundraise uh, to manage. Like, we need to fire our sales team, not worry about sponsors so much, and just keep finding players and let uh, let the Saudis fund our, our tour secondhand, too. But yeah, I'm looking forward to those, seeing what's up their sleeve and then what's the what is the event for uh pumpkin pumpkin patch ridge or whatever is it thursday friday saturday again are they going head to head on sunday honestly i think people are confused on that too and can't get a straight answer so weird they have two different different there's two different dates on their on on official live um like pages yeah it's crazy I'm not, and I'm not even going to get into Team Fireball changing their logo already. Like, it's you know what? See, it's something like that that I actually don't make fun of, and will say, you know what? I'll give you credit. Like, you realize something stupid and sucks. Like, you're going to change it. You're not like it, it makes me hopeful, Jeff. Like yeah, I said, yeah, no. I, it makes me hopeful for the leaderboard. If they're willing to change one of the shitty team logos, they're willing to fix the leaderboard with the the awful. <laughs> like, what, what is it going to be? I, actually, if it's just BDC, I would understand that well, one. That's the other. I mean, Liv is out here. They need to, even if it is a web show, the techno. They need to have a better broadcast because right now, in this moment in time, the broadcast is not very good. I don't care what people say. These special features that they're telling me they have, they don't have. They don't. And nothing feels special about it. And the players are playing for nothing. So at this current moment in time, lived still technically, you could argue, offers very little. They have to give me an an like they have to give me television aspects. The PGA isn't or broadcast aspects. The PGA isn't, and they need to have to be playing for something. And until they have that, it's just pros versus Joes and like a fart in the wind. I like I like I like the coverage. That, I like that there's no commercials. I like just I didn't even care if I didn't know some of the guys, and I didn't know a bunch of the guys. I'm like they're just showing constant golf, and there's like no fluff pieces. Like um, you know, you're gonna see a bunch of that again, and and the coverage sucks again this week for John Deere. Like essentially, you can't watch the morning rounds Thursday, Friday. It's very very difficult to catch any of that. So it it does. Yeah, suck. you wonder even what their feature groups are gonna be. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, like those will, you know, I'm sure those will bring out some meme meme tweets, but 
you know, and I'm not everyone's like I mean, Web get... Web had when are we and also is when is Canada Day, Jeff? Friday? Uh July first. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Gonna... Is that Friday? For the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Would you consider live betting Hadwin on Canada Day? No, because I've been on Svensson, so I did it. Oh, already. you already got you already got your you already got I your did it already. Day. And you know, sorry to just keep wandering back to this lift thing. To like the PGA Hardos. No, you're not. It's so embarrassing. No, I'm gonna defend Liv. No, watch, watch, watch. No, I know, I know you go both ways. I like and I'm gonna compliment Brooks. Watch, watch. Mm. The people that like under like that don't ignore that are undervaluing the loss of Bryson and Brooks to me are insane persons. Those are tectonic shifts, in my opinion. To underplay those is no big deal. You're part of the problem. You don't call balls and strikes fairly. Bryson DeChambeau, when healthy, has a skill set that makes you number one in the world. That few people have the package. When he's healthy, he has the game that can be number one in the world. When Brooks Kepka is healthy, don't believe he offers the consistency to do something like that. But when Brooks Kepka is healthy, there is not a more feared player on tour when he's on a leaderboard in a big event. Well, and those two fat that's nothing to, to the, scoff uh, at. How do people scoff at those players leaving? It's no big even deal. The casuals. Like, remember when Bryson hit it over the damn lake, cut the corner? Like, that was a big moment yeah. for, for golf coverage because all the casuals got to get excited about an event they wouldn't even watch. Shit like that, what he's doing with his, you know, bulking up and being a weirdo. Like that's been a fun storyline. And yeah, the, the Brooks thing, it does it does feel like people are just talking out of both sides of their mouth because for six fucking months now, every time Brooks appears on a on a leaderboard or an odds board, you get the tweets right away and be like, Man, this guy's like a multiple major champion. Are we he's like, This is you see the word disrespect used a lot. Auto Brooks. Like, oh, Auto Brooks are like, oh, it's disrespectful that he's 40 to one and then the same people like two weeks later like ah this is no big loss like, fuck <laughs> like yeah, no. what what are, what are we doing i make fun of brooks because i even when he was at his great i don't believe he ever believed the crazy things he was saying and that's part of his shtick but now when he speaks you could play curb your enthusiasm music <laughs> like that's where it is yeah and just read the february quote like just just read any transcript you want and play the music in the background that's like so, it's sad in some way, because he sold. He was billed as different, you know. He was billed as a guy. The guys he's playing against, they couldn't even. Fu- they don't even deserve don't to be in his locker room. They don't even deserve to share a locker room. Well, now it's playing behind my words, which are probably fitting as well, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I would be, yeah. But I I, even as a guy that like, but Brooks has his role on tour, and it's important, and that 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 is gone is is a big deal. Even as someone that's not the biggest fan is of him, can acknowledge how big of a loss that is, and it's so bothersome to see people like scoff, like thinking that it's not a big loss because it's not like Scheffler, Rom. You know what I mean? Like one of these like golden six that like people would consider. I'll raise you a Matt Wolf, which I know is weird because he's like saying people don't play Matt too. 
He's Brian, 23 years old, and he's been all aw- he was awesome with a pedigree and like intended at majors and won events. And like, yeah, he's been off for a year. And a 23-year-old kid maybe went a little wonky in between the ears for a little bit. Like big, he's another big. people like, downplaying that loss, rude. Not yeah. fair. Yeah. Not fair to downplay thing. that. So short-sighted. Agreed. The biggest story in golf this week could be. And this will never happen, but this is where my brain went because it's weird. But like, what if Matt Wolf starts playing in Portland and he just doesn't do the hip trigger thing, just stops doing it completely? And then when he's asked about it, pretends like he has no idea what people are talking about. <laughs> that's where I don't know why I thought of that, but I'm like, that would be the funniest fucking gag if it was just a long con and he just stopped doing it completely. But like, I don't know. Like, what, oh what are you guys God. talking about? I got to watch him up close at again at my shitty 3M. It is weird. See, even standing next to him and watching him do that is bizarre. And I have enough trouble golfing. I can't imagine trying to do that. Yeah. I should go out and try that tomorrow. I'm gonna try it. It's so trigger. steep too. Well, whatever. I mean, it, it it's hard. Like he's time. full on, it's a full on penetration move. Yeah. I like the listen, the live the wolf jokes are easy, and I made a couple, but I don't like and just you know low-hanging fruit like what happens if you're having one of those days on a live event like you allowed to just leave like i don't know what if you're supposed to be at at buddy's grandson's birthday on one of those days like i don't know you don't sort of have what's their uh you know i don't even know if they consider mental health as a thing like i I don't know one would think not to be honest that being said it's 54 holes it's no cut if you if you're sad that day, I don't. Sorry, I take that back. That was a very. If you're like, because I believe it's a real thing. If yeah, it, we get, it, I mean, we we totally get, we weren't diminishing it. We yeah, yeah, no. If you're having like an actual episode, for lack of a better term, you just finish last place. You still get a hundred grand. Like, who cares, right? Like, that's what they'll tell you to do. Go play, finish last, get a hundred grand. Looks like it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday with a Thursday. 115, uh, which I'm guessing maybe is West Coast time. I don't know. Uh, 115 shotgun start on Thursday. So, um, opening ceremonies 10 a.m. Uh, who knows what that means, but shotgun start 115 Thursday. I hope they light a torch, like just start <laughs> stealing stuff from other places. So, all right. I didn't mention a bunch of mines, but yeah, Bez, Rogers, Glover, Pan, Pendrith, Lipsky, Schwab, and Armor. Like a lot of them, Lipsky, Bez, Pendrith. Uh, a few of them could add. Bit three six five is Canadian, right? Yeah. Yes. I wish Bez, this was a bombers course. I'd have been on Pendrith for sure. Bet Bet yeah. three six five has a Bez boost to fifty, Andy. Hmm. Ooh, I know some people in Jersey. I'm gonna just see if it's still up, but it was up this morning. I know. Um... Either that, or I should cash out my bet because it's dead now because it has a boost. It's yeah, fifty on bet three six five from thirty three. So nice offering, that's for sure. And they've boosted Sahith from twenty two to twenty eight. So even on a boost, he's still way shorter than those gate forties yesterday. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a good number. I get what your point was there, but the forty is nice. You know, it just seems so fair. And literally, as I'm watching the end of the Travelers, I think we're all like, I think so. He's going to be like 22 to 1 tomorrow morning. Yeah. So the 40 even to begin with was way higher than what I thought they would have posted. Um, anyone would have posted. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just betting a bunch of guys that I lose money on before. Maybe there's a chance. 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. So <clears throat> I'm just hoping I can make at least 2.1 units in matchup bets to cover me, and then I end up slightly up for the week. I just want to make it through the week. If I have any, if I end up placing some Irish Open stuff, it'll be small. I'll put it in the Discord. But so far, it's been nothing but uh, outrights for me. And I guess, yeah, I think the, Mickey's I think, uh, yeah, and definitely, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes here too. But if you don't already, and you're not a subscriber, at least follow the, the newsletter. I think the free plays I've put in there have been like four straight weeks of. Nice easy winners. Been killing it. Last week, last week was bizarre for my. I did five matchup bets, went three and two, and I think the closest one was a nine-stroke spread. Like they were all eight, nine, ten, eleven holes or strokes different on like Friday afternoon. It just got. I, I bet the most lopsided shit possible, and two of them were really bad. Like I took. I bet against Cam Davis. Did not go well for me. It was the hoagie over Davis. Hoagie went one way, Davis went the other, and the rest is history. So I'll, I'll have some more stuff out in the Discord with that. I, I I have a bet. Minus 3,000 Feinberg is going to be triggered after watching multiple press conferences at 2 o'clock. At yeah, G might, Feinberg 17 on Twitter now. for the live reactions to those. <laughs> Can't beat those. No, I don't want to. Oh, I just... Afternoon gummies, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. All right. I don't know. All right, fellas. Good stuff. We talked about three events. Um, you know, it's more than most get in most shows. So, you know, can't can't beat that. Andy, anything else on the site that we want to promote? Any other free Discord channels? There's some free articles on the site. Uh, yeah, DFS show this afternoon. Ron's been kind of killing it with uh, birdies or better matchups on prize picks. Yes. Um, and every, again, if you want to join the discord again, some parts of it are behind the paywall. But there's five or six free channels just open for discussion or questions. And one of them is the prize picks channel. Ron drops the model in there every night. He drops his free plays in there. And <clears throat> yeah, that guy's for sure up a bunch over the past few weeks here, hitting some decent sized birdie or better matchups. So check that out. If you want to um, over at four for four discord, those are also played as well as any other ones in other sports. People are putting baseball prize picks up for free as well. So check those out. If you have any questions, you can just DM us follow at Betsperts golf on Twitter and DM us. If you have any questions on how to find that way, if you can't figure out what show notes are. Sounds good. Uh, DFS show in a couple hours this afternoon. If you are watching on YouTube, we will be back at 3 Eastern and then also available in podcast form as well. So for Jeff and Andy, I'm Ryan. Good luck this week.